welcome to the dungeon. You are listening to the Dream Warrior Review, episode 27. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. The directorial debut of, of Clive, Clive Barker. Barker. Hellraiser, 1987. Right. I don't know why I'm doing these hand 1987. Motions. Really? It's the same late. year that Nightmare on Elm Street 3 came out, which is right. the reason why I was kind of Odd competition. convincing you to watch it. Oh, because I, it came okay. out that same year. No, I, it, I was so aware that it was coming out. And it was a made. little... I mean, it wasn't really exactly the same time because Nightmare on Elm Street 3 came out in February, apparently. I looked it up. And then yeah. September for Hellraiser. So that was kind of... But obviously yeah. they were filmed about the same time. Right, right. Film, so. it, it, and didn't we do... A lot better job all the way around. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I have oh, some. I'm sorry. Make okay. Oh, See, I'm so sorry. This is gonna be a fun one because I think uh, I have some things that I liked better about Hellraiser and some things I liked no. better about. No. I hate to say it. That is just impossible. That film. Sucked. Maybe I should say just as much, if not better. <laughs> is that a better way to put it? No, but only little things here and there. I'm not talking about the as a whole. I definitely like. Are Nightmare you, you going to intro this second? Yes. Here it is. An unfaithful wait. <coughs> Got to get my voice going. Okay. <laughs> An unfaithful wife encounters the zombie of her dead lover. The demonic Cenobites are pursuing him after he escaped their sadomasochistic underworld. Hellraiser, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was, but anyway, uh, that's really what what the plot was all about. It yeah. was, and I think it was actually two movies. You really. think it was two movies? So, I think it was barely one movie. Here's my thought on Hellraiser. I wrote little. You wrote some. Okay, so I wrote some notes. Wait, 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 wait. So, so but go ahead. So okay. I'll sit here and wait. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to preface this. Yes, preface, please okay. preface. I want to preface this is I have heard about this film. For what thirty plus years? Yeah, it has um, a huge cult following. People like yeah, this huge. one too. It, just like Nightmare on Elm Street. My, just like Nightmare on Elm Street, and, and a lot of people assume that I have seen it, and um, I never really cared to see it because I, I never understood the makeup with the pins and all the rest of that. It just, I, it, it just, I don't know, didn't didn't appeal to me. And so now I have finally seen it, and what was all the crap about? <laughs> Who gives a crap? And actually, one thing I, I don't know if you can really compare them because they're totally different movies. Okay, I mean, you can't you can't compare them, but 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 since they're done at the same time, okay. I think at the time that this was made, I thought it was kind of inventive because there's some things that were actually pretty cool, actually. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. I am looking at you like you're crazy. <laughs> but so one thing I like about this mm-hmm. is not the, if you forget about the Cenobites, all those like weird characters. That's why I say it's two movies because the the movie is about this woman who's okay. Here I'll write what I wrote down here. Mm-hmm. It's about a wife who's supplying blood sacrifices to this zombie right. who's her lover. Who was her lover? Yeah. And so it's actually more about the family and how dysfunctional they are, and it's more like. So you're saying it's a love story. It's almost you're like a psychological... It's a love story. Psychological... It's a love yes, story. Yes, It's a love story. You're out of your mind. You have... So I think the secondary story is the demons. too much crap lately. So Frank and Julia... 
Julia will do anything for Frank for mm-hmm. his love, right? Yeah, right. Even to the point of killing people. Well, I I mean, and, and we know the daughter is trying that, to save her father, and, and we know that because we've seen her left poop. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was more about the destruction of a family oh, and how okay. the daughter's trying to save her father from this horrible relationship that she was in. I think it's more about that than it is about the the the, the Cenobites and uh, Pinhead. Well, you see, I I was raised in San Bernardino. I've seen this family before. So. <laughs> 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 But I don't know. I actually really like some of the imagery. Like I like the rats nailed to the wall that were still alive. I like that. I like the scene with the thing spinning. I liked how dark everything why do, was. Why do you like? This? I really like the music. Did you like the music? The I thought that was awesome music. The okay. I don't know. I mean, okay. For some reason, I wrote right. down that the music was amazing. Music was all right. But but come on, you know it, the thing is is <laughs> uh. You have a house where, you know, everybody kind of like halfway acts normal sometimes. And um, it's like, oh, don't go in that room there because it's the creepy beyond. (laughs) (laughs) We we have a point there. I mean, you know, the the thing is, is there there was no preface to the creepy beyond. It just sometimes it was there and sometimes it wasn't. And when it was, it looked vacant and weird and um, it had a post that was constantly and well the and post only appeared when the cenobites were there which is weird but the and the cenobites but they could bring a, a and, different and those, reality and, and don't you think they could bring oh, a different another, reality in the situation uh, oh is that what that was yeah because they're okay. like we could make your what was it pleasure or hell or or you know i don't know what the word was yeah but they didn't do anything but um look creepy and kill people so i'm curious about hellbound which is the second one. Okay. Because I think, okay, if you look at Nightmare... Okay, I'm going to go to Nightmare on Elm Street. A Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street. Right. I always forget the A at the beginning. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Which is the actual... And exactly. I've screwed that up on a couple of podcasts. I think I forgot the A. But right. anyway, another thing. I, I think everybody knows who, yeah. what you're talking about. But so uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I don't think the first one was a very strong film. It was basically a good setup for the films to follow. And I think that's how this is for Pinhead. So I'm... I'm curious to see how good Hellbound is because it's probably better than this one. I would so, are, so we're going to have to see Hellbound. <laughs> you have this horrible look on but, your but, face. But, but, <laughs> so, okay. But the concept of a Nightmare on Elm Street was the con. But see, the concept he, of Nightmare on Elm Street is almost you, cliche. He get you in your dreams. It gets into the cliche area because you have teenagers that are running from something. And they're getting murdered. And, and these are adults. And that that's are a running. common theme in horror movies. This right. one is. Totally different. It's like this weird, unexplainable denominator. They, they didn't explain it well enough. I, I agree with you there that it wasn't really well explained. And so, hey, so it was two movies. What about those effects? <laughs> it was two movies. What about those effects? Well, there's one effect I wanted to ask you about. Okay. Was the reverse melting effect that I think it was in. Yeah, that was Nightmare on Street 4. Right. Yeah. The same one. But it was similar. I, I, what I'm saying is there's a lot of similar things just because they're made at the same time and there's a lot of. Right. But I think this kind of stands out to me as a better movie than the average movies that were out there at that time because I watched a lot of horror movies from the 80s. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I, just, I prefer I, Nightmare I on Elm Street 3 for sure. But yeah, but, 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 but wait a minute. Here's yeah. the thing. Here, of course, it, I do prefer Halloween too. I, I, I just thought that the effects were terrible. I mean, the, okay. the makeup effects and, and stuff, they, it, it didn't look like 
You didn't skin. like the blood? There, there was a lot of fish hooks yeah, the skin going through skin, little... and the skin was terrible. And, and one of the first things that we see is this mask being put together of people's faces that that kind of looked like a cross between a bread wrapper and <laughs> and, and, a, and right. a broken up mannequin, you know? I mean, uh, Well, when I saw that, I, was, I kept having to remind myself, well, this was made how many years ago? I mean, oh yeah, it was made in I mean, 1987, <laughs> and back in 1987, boy, we yeah, our cars were four cylinder. <laughs> we had four cylinder cars, and and that that were made one at a time. Yeah, <laughs> one at a time. There was no such thing as a ooh. See now, if you did that voice all the time, or, this would be a great podcast. Yeah. <laughs> back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I thought it stands out. I like it. I actually like it. Back in my day, we had pogs, and my God, we knew what to do with them. <laughs> but, okay, one one scene I liked okay. was when she was walking. Julia was walking into the room, and it was really dark, and all you hear is this really loud heartbeat. Right. Yeah. And I thought that was probably the, one of the best scenes, just because you couldn't see what was in there. I, you know, I guess part of the problem is this. I've heard about this film, and it's you. You didn't live up to the expectations. Is what you're saying? Yeah. I, I mean, I this film has has been like one of the, uh, one of the majors. I mean, like the Chainsaw and and Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, you know, all, a lot of these things that that I I've worked in this world. I worked in this world for thirty years, and and. It just didn't come up anywhere near the expectation that one would build up, you know, uh, not seeing it for, you know, 32 years thinking that it was going to be Hellraiser. So I, I watched this like a lot, like in, I think in high school we rented it. Mm-hmm. I rented it. I yeah. remember when that was, but <laughs> I remember watching it and I couldn't remember anything about it, so I didn't really have any expectations. I guess. Oh. <laughs> so, but I I started getting into the story with this. It was like almost like a weird uh, Twilight Zone episode or something, where this woman has this zombie that she keeps feeding. <laughs> I like that part of the story. Oh god, yeah. Do you okay. see what I'm saying? I kind of like that story, oh, okay. even though it wasn't really written well. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't written as well as could could have been. And then I do like the pinhead and I like his little buddies. It's like a, a gang of demons, which is kind of a different angle on things, I think, a little bit. Yeah, but you got the butter, thing is, is all we... Butterball, whatever his name all, is. Yeah, <laughs> but all we did was see them. Right. They didn't really do much. They didn't do anything. And 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 but, in looking at them, you'd have to go, well, why why that? You know, why, why does pinhead have pins in well this was wasn't this filmed in london maybe that's that was another thing is is the british are just weird people yeah yeah see i like pinhead a lot but okay so you didn't have to take that word out sorry what was that what word weird mm, people yeah yeah. but um so i I think i think we know how i feel about british people i looked up the characters and i was like to remind myself Mm -hmm. i only remembered butterball and pinhead but so one of them was just they have names female and then chatter or Chatter, I think it is, because the one that made it. Anyway. So the, the 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 female was the one that looked like she had a weird dent, 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 yeah, dental. Yeah, and made those me- meowing sounds. Yeah, like, which I, that was the one character I didn't really you understand. See, I guess that that was another part of it. Is at least in Nightmare on Elm Street three or, or the Nightmare on Elm Street period, right? A Nightmare on Elm Street had this really strong central character. Okay, this film had Pinhead. I had no idea what Pinhead. Again, he was a secondary character, right? He was a secondary. I, I mean, Julia I, and 
and uh, her husband were the main characters. Right, exactly, and and, and that kind of made it a little bit confusing. So yeah, I think I confused. You know, actually, okay, I you, was confused. I hate to say it, but Vic has a good point. What they should have done is had Hellraiser one should have been all about Pinhead, gotcha. and how his his story. Yeah, where did and he all come that from? Stuff. Right. Exactly. And this should have been the second movie. It should have. And it would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, or maybe the first part of the movie explain what he's all about. Because <laughs> it starts I ha- with this guy doing a sacrifice. I, I guess all I really have to say is this. is It does not stand up to 34 years of of expectation for me. But, you know. I, see, I really enjoyed it. Who am I? I mean, no, who's trying? nobody's <laughs> trying to impress me. Holy crap. See, I enjoyed it. But I think it's kind of like one of those movies. It's like, it depends on your point of view. Like. Like I said, I, I didn't really obsess over Pinhead and his deal. Yeah. I was more obsessed with this Julia woman and what yeah. craziness was going on with Obviously. her. <laughs> so, Obviously. But I do think it's been kind of put on this pedestal, I think, and maybe people might say it's better than it really is. How uh, many overall, cubes? Overall, how many, how many cubes? cubes are we gonna get? Um, or puzzle boxes, puzzle, actually. Puzzle boxes. I'm going to give this one and a half cubes. I didn't like it. I didn't like the effects. didn't like the story. didn't like any of it. So I'd be, I was pretty generous because I got sucked into it and I, I enjoyed it. I liked the musical score. You're not going to say three, are you? I was actually going to say three. Oh, you suck. Yeah. You say, three, see, out of, three out of five Jane, puzzle you, boxes. Jane, you ignorant slut. So once I see Hellbound, it'll probably be four, I th- I'm hoping. But see, my <sighs> expectations are already high now. See, now I have to see that. That just bugs. That just bugs. Me. It's going to bother me too because I want to see where this went. Like, because it's still out there. People are still making Hellraiser movies. <laughs> there was one that just came out on streaming like last year. Like, yeah. Oh, straight. yeah. No, no, it's still being done. I just. Yeah. But they're not getting the same. You know. I just. Here's the thing. Reaction, it, I guess. I, I don't know if for. I really wanted to put this into the uh, Crystal Lake, uh, Texas nightmare group grouping. You know, I just. Um, I, I don't put Clive Barker up with... Um, it was his first effort. I mean, come on. Give the guy a break. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I, I do think the Nightmare on Elm Street holds up a little bit better than the Hellraiser series. Because if you look at the last... Well, I guess you can't really say that about Nightmare on Elm Street. The last few were great. All of them. Well, yeah, I think... You know, the thing is, is all these series, these long they series... They go on too long. They, they all have an opportunity to crash and burn. You know, I am, I am like, and I guess I'm the worst at this. I will only watch a TV series for two seasons. Okay. Yeah. Well, they do crash and burn. Like I, I like fringe a lot and that crashed and burned on the third third season. Oh oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, What was the one? Heroes. 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 You know, it, it, that was the first one that really, at least they noticed that it crashed and burned and they, and they took the wheel and crashed. (laughs) Even Dexter, I think the strongest season was season two. That was amazing. Well, the strongest season is, you know, the thing is, is unless you get, unless you personally, for some reason, kind of like the characters and stuff, and then you're looking at it for a different reason. You're right. looking at it to, I, I mean, I know this is a totally, totally guilty pleasure, but um, I watch NCIS yeah. just because I want to hang with Mark Harmon and his friends, you know? I mean, I... I realized that's why I that watched the A team when I was a kid. See, I wanted to hang with. See Mr. what T. happened? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I just want. I just want. So, you know. Well, you can tie that into uh, the second thing. We we're talking about the second season. You can almost say that about movies too, because I feel like the worst 
Nightmare Elm Street movie was the second one. It was, it was awful. No, it was. But you have to understand, and I've said this before again and again and again, the second film, the second film, back then, you called it, the first film was the original. Right. And then the sequel, the sequel. Yes. I mean, that you, you don't understand what it's like that when the great bulk of people talk about the sequel, they're only talking about one film. That was the that was the world that we that I came into back then. Right. Is Nightmare on Elm Street three? Are you kidding? You already done the sequel again. You Teen know, Wolf and 1 it wasn't and Teen Wolf two. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's once you've done the sequel, you're out of options. I'm just trying to see how much I can bring up Teen Wolf. It, right. You do that all that's the weird, time, isn't it? <laughs> Where's an, Teen Wolf three? That's an, that's an odd, odd obsession. <laughs> so my favorite. Okay. I'll just admit it. I'm a huge Halloween fan. Yeah, okay. And I, there you go. I have watched Halloween a lot over the last 20 years. I only saw the first one and I don't remember it. I didn't all. like the Rob Zombie version as well, but um no, but I would say I even like the second and third one which are probably the least popular Halloween movies. Uh-huh. And they're just it's more about I guess different angles that they use. Like I like the one with the I don't remember if it's 3. One one that I really like is a really cheesy one that has uh children in it it's i think it's the third one and oh. it's like this candy company and it's like they do this little <laughs> countdown on tv every day and all the kids sit in front of the tv and it's like five more days till halloween halloween <laughs> halloween and i just like that i'm obsessed with this one for some reason i like the first one a lot the first halloween mm-hmm. but then this one i really like just because of the the creepy angle of this candy company's like mind and control it's you know what like, this is don't you it's this like is, children of the damned this you know is I mean? story time with kurt <laughs> <laughs> didn't think that was gonna happen no did no you? no actually you know i should come up with some story that relates to these movies someday but yeah, you should yeah yeah so that was the best i could do was that was me obsessing over halloween and watching this weird <laughs> anyway but that's one of my favorite ones because it's so different and they i think each halloween was kind of took different angles you had the same characters i do like the there's a psychologist that's in there that i like but donald pleasance i think it was the guy that oh yeah that. yeah well, Don, donald pleasance is he, he he's that th- th- there are some horror horror film standard but you have standards to like, that you have to have. Donald Pleasance is always everybody has their preference. I think. So I mean, I had friends who obsessed over Freddy the Third, Freddy, Freddy, not Freddy, Friday the Thirteenth, Friday the Thirteenth, right. Jason, right, Jason, Jason Voorhees, right. Well, you know, I had, I had, <laughs> I, had uh, I, I was always in competition with the same with, with the people who were doing. Uh, when I was doing three or four, uh, I think that. Uh, they were they were on maybe the third Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. And it was a friend of mine that was on that. And uh we had to get together every once in a while to make sure that we weren't You were doing the same thing. We were doing the same thing. <laughs> well that's that's kinda cool that you guys because, did that. Yeah, well because the companies can do you know, they just shroud it in secrecy and, and hope. <laughs> but I hope the guys comes up with it. Yeah, but the guys that are down there on the ground, <laughs> they go, Look, we just ain't gonna let that happen. <laughs> It's just not going to happen. We're going to figure out who's doing what. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That probably made the whole genre better. I think I think the 80s and 90s were actually very good 
I think like the golden I, age I, of horror I think movie. That, I, think. I think that if you sat down and really looked at the crews of all those films, you would see the same people overlapping again and again and again. And I mean, not, maybe not even so much from the production design point of view, uh, but definitely from the effects point of view. Right. And the thing is, I was a production designer in effects right. too, so I I handled both sides of it and. And it was definitely the same people that we were talking about. Well, if you're, if you're going to do a good movie, you probably want people that are really experienced. So those are the people you get, the ones that are doing it all the time. Right? And that does not go. It doesn't That go? doesn't fall. It, 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 that, that's all right when we were all young. Oh, okay. Right? I see what you're saying. But then as you get... The thing is, is then it, it, it's one thing to have uh, five years experience. It's another thing to have 30 years experience. Right. As soon as you have 30 years experience, you're believed to be outside of the demographic. And, and, and now you're older than the directors coming in. And no 20-year-old or 25-year-old director wants to be told that, Right. That, you know, all the, you know I've, I've done that dozens of times in my career and it's never worked. You know, the thing is, is you don't even want to hear it out of your mouth. <laughs> even as it comes out of your mouth and you know that it's what you have to say because you've been there before, you hate yourself for it. Back in my yeah. day. Back in my, exactly. <laughs> Back in my day, I'm telling you, boy, 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 when we were out there with a fog machine and boy, and the next thing you want to do is just go shoot yourself in the head. We use practical effects. Yeah, we use practical effects. <laughs> you know, I, I'll tell you something funny, though. Now, and this this is pretty interesting. There was a guy. His name was Pat Patterson. And Pat Patterson was a... Uh, you hired Pat to come in and, and do your... Uh, to do squibs and bowl. You know, he had a three card. Right. Uh, the special effects card. He had a three card and he had been around forever. And he wasn't up... I mean, he was really, really old. I mean, and he wasn't up for um, figuring out things or anything like that. He would just come on to the show and just kind of be the guy that puts the wire together for you because legally you have to have that guy. And and the, But having him around and having him talk about stuff, like I, I just remember the story that he was telling me that about his first job. And this is what his first job was. His first job was to make the smoke come out of the tin man's hat. Oh wow! Yeah, can you imagine? I I swear, every time I saw the guy, I was like, yeah, this. And and the thing is, is he had been around for so long that he knew every fireman in the world, and 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 he knew that he was working with the firemen's children and grandchildren, <laughs> wow. right? And he, yeah, he's working with them. So so I mean, you're talking about generations, and and. If you had Pat Patterson with you, you could get away with anything. I mean, where in order for you to buy uh, your your uh, your squibs or your gunpowder or or you know your primacord or anything that you're going to use as an effect, you would have to lay it out in the script, and the, and and you would have to then go and uh, make sure. You would go to, I can't think of the name of the, there was a, a company that you bought all that from that was kind of up in the hills uh, away from everybody up in Silmar. And and they would check out all of your boxes. Like there there are, you know, all kinds of specifics about the, 
the box that you carry it in, which is steel and then lined with wood and it's attached in such and such a way and so forth. And, and, and that, you know, your spray cans and anything that's flammable is in flammable containers and nowhere near the, the pyro box and da 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 Tat would drive up. He had an old, um, know, it's like probably a 1970 uh, Mercedes Benz. Right. Uh, you know, like a, a 240C a or something. A little boxy yeah. thing, right? You know, and he had a trunk that was just full of Primacord and full of squibs and full of black powder. I mean, the guy was a walking bomb. I mean, he was a driving <laughs> bomb. And, th- and everybody just looked the other way. You know, whereas you needed like this amazing box tramp- transport things, he would have a box of ST100 um, squibs and he would have it in a 1950s toolbox. <laughs> you know, one of those like real tin little yeah. things. And open it up like this, and I swear to God, the trunk of his car was amazing. So at one point, I remember I I, I worked with him, and how he was he was the greatest greatest guy. And he would tell, and and thing is, he would just always distract the fireman for you. You know, <laughs> when you needed to go do something that was, you know, right, yeah, they you could never find a fireman because they they were all you know listening to stories that Pat was telling. Right when he died. He lived in Orange County, and when he died, his neighborhood went on alert to <laughs> clean his garage out. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, there was no when they when they cleaned his garage out, there was nobody for like three miles around the house. Wow. They like, I mean, it was like like in a, a regular suburb, right? You know, suburban home, and uh, he had something like. 60 or 70 uh, sticks of dynamite oh that, that had gotten so old they had sweated to the top. Oh, yeah. You, you know the That's story crazy. of diamond, dynamite? Dynamite is a, a nitroglycerin, right. but it, but it's basically packed in with an inert uh, earth. Okay, and, yeah. But the, the problem with dynamite back in those, and these are explosives we don't even really use anymore, but the problem it, with it is that you, you have to turn it all the time Otherwise, it sweats the nitroglycerin oh, okay. up onto the surface, right? You know, and uh, it's yeah. probably dangerous in itself, <laughs> which, right? Oh, which then, which then becomes reactive to movement, right? So um, basically, yeah. So, wow. And the, the weird thing was, is I knew it was one week. I knew that Pat had died, and the next week, the only thing anybody could talk about on the news was. That that had taken three days to clear the guy's garage. <laughs> that nobody could go into their homes. That's awesome. It was totally awesome. It was like the way to go, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so did he ever tell you how he did the Tin Man's hat? I'm sitting here thinking about that. Um, he probably did. Just put like a little. I mean, I mean, literally was it was fire in there? Uh, you know what they use <laughs> is they use smokers from. Um, oh, okay. Agricultural smokers. Gotcha. Or the, yeah, I was thinking those bee things like the right. Exactly, yeah, but that's uh, either to burn. Oh, they, that's so many ways of making smoke, you huh. know. And so, so and ninety percent of them are just incredibly poisonous. <laughs> right. Oh, well, that was in the '30s, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Whatever. That, oh, yeah. That was only Asbestos. in the '30s. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's harmless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've worked around more poisons in my life, and you just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Anyway, oh, I guess that was a little story. That was awesome. That's a little micro story time. That was like two stories. Was it? Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. That's done.
most time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy Thank you for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review. As always, you can reach out to us on email at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Review. I have a very special announcement. Our next episode will feature one of Mick Strong's films that he worked on. Yes, we finally convinced him. We're going to review the movie Strays. And actually, there might be one coming up later on that I feel is even more exciting, but we'll get to that later. For now, thank you for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review. Well,